Elijah and Peter, the central figures of our Old Testament and Gospel text this morning, have something in common with us. Overthinking and allowing their fear to eclipse their faith. If you have a heartbeat and can hear my voice, you have done this too. Some of us are more skilled at it than others, but we all have our days where we allow whatever it is that we're dealing with to completely cover us and forget our faith and our hope. Days like Elijah's when even after he experienced that huge win at, at Mount Carmel against the prophets of Baal, he was running scared, depressed, questioning everything. We've had days like Peter's where one minute we're walking on a stormy sea, feeling like we're on top of the world, suspended above it all, and then we get distracted by the wind and the waves. And the next thing we know, we're sinking like so much dead weight. And it's easy when we're sinking, when we're depressed, when we're feeling low, to think of ourselves as failures in faith and to get frustrated and hopeless. It's astonishing how quickly we can go from being on top of the world to the very bottom. But the point of these stories that we heard this morning is not to shame us, not to shame us prone to wide swings of faith and hopelessness, achievement and failure, joy and depression as we are. These stories are meant to infuse us with faith and to remind us exactly where God is when we are in the depths and sinking with us. The same place God is when we're walking on water or conquering what challenges us with us always. On a summer day 20 years ago, when I was struggling with my sense of call after graduating from college and starting to think about applying to get my Master of Divinity degree to take that next faithful step towards this call that I felt on my heart, I floated down the Chehalis River by my childhood home. My sister and I loved to go down to the river when my parents lived there, and we would walk up as far as we could, just talking and chatting about our life, and then body surf, arms outstretched, just riding on the current back to our parents' property. On that beautiful Pacific Northwest day, I laid back into the cool water and heard nothing but the gurgling and bubbling of the living river. The current gently took my body along with it. I briefly wondered if the same exact water that I was in right then would ever be in that same exact spot again. I settled on probably not. I stretched my arms and legs out so that the current could float me and I opened my eyes and directly above me was a bald eagle flying, soaring, at the exact same pace as the current that was carrying me right above me, mirroring my journey. It was one of the most beautiful moments. My body suspended by the elements, her body suspended by the elements. It was as if time stood still. 
She mirrored my path until mine ended. In those moments, I felt so connected to everything, so seen and beloved by God, so sure that the trajectory of the universe is love, so assured that wherever I found myself, God was with me and everyone else too. When I close my eyes and I remember that eagle above me, I feel the same peace as though it's happening all over again. After that day, God continued to use eagles to remind me of my belonging and belovedness. On days of transition, on days of pain, on days of joy, somehow I always manage to see an eagle. Even on the mundane days when I see that familiar form in the sky, I take a deep breath and remember when the water held me up. I'm not sure if we could get much bigger scriptural celebrities than Elijah and Peter. Elijah is one of the most popular and dramatic of the prophets, responsible for big miracles, mass murder, and a big feud with the infamous villain Jezebel. Peter was also a fiery character, and he was always teetering on the edge of trouble and miracle. He was the guy, remember, that cut off the soldier's ear when they came to arrest Jesus. He was also the guy that denied Jesus three times as Jesus was dying. And he was also the guy that was, was responsible for countless miracles, countless proclamations of the good news, incredible power and joy. These two had big wins and big fails. But our message this morning is that their wins and their failures had no bearing whatsoever on the faithfulness of God. A lot is made of Peter's sinking in our gospel. It's funny that Peter was the rock on which the church was built and he sank like a rock in the water, but I digress. But I'm so grateful that he sank. I'm grateful that he got out of the boat and I'm grateful that he cruised for a while on the water feeling faithful and powerful. And I'm glad he freaked out for a second and he started to sink. But most of all, most of all, I'm glad that when he sank, Jesus grabbed him up. He was there for him. If Peter had jumped out of the boat and not started to sink, it would not have been as an encouraging story because it would not have reflected most of our walks of faith. For humans, whether we are famous prophets, miracle workers, teachers, parents, bus drivers, retirees, nurses, therapists, students, bartenders, wherever we find ourselves, we have a mixed bag of experiences and some days we are faithful and some days we sink. We have smooth water days and stormy days. We'll have days like Mount Carmel where it feels like we're unstoppable and days alone in a cave when we feel like we're bereft. We'll have days where we're strolling on waters and days when we drown. Through all of our life circumstances, the faithfulness of God is constant. God does not pull away when we are weak. God does not shame us when we are down. God does not laugh when we stumble. What a revelation that God does not sound like the voice in our head that taunts and torments us when we make mistakes. God's voice is one of peace and hope and always unconditional love.
If you hear a voice of judgment and harshness in your head or heart, know this, my siblings, it is not from God. Wait until the thunder of the earthquake and the fire subside and wait for the sound of sheer stillness, the embodiment of love. That is where you will see and be seen by the Most High. God will always lift you up. Amen.